Welcome to Trail Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Barry Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full-out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some Trail Mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. So, Trail Mix today, exciting times and new thoughts. So, since we're not doing this weekly now, we thought, you know, let's just kind of categorize some things that we've been experiencing that are really fun and maybe some new thoughts, some things we're learning. So, that's kind of our focus for today. So, I'm going to kick us off on exciting times. And I would say that one of the things I think about with exciting times is this new season that Bill and I are in. So he retired two years ago and was just ready to hang it up and enjoy retirement. And I wasn't ready to hang it up at all. So we just decided we were each going to do our own thing and um, stay busy. But one of the fun things about that is just recently, I'd say in the last four months. On all my business trips, Bill is now coming with me. So we've had to drive to Charlottesville, Virginia. We've had to go to Richmond, Virginia. We've had to go to San Antonio, Texas. We're going to Philadelphia in a couple weeks, um, all business trips. But it's really fun to have him along with me uh, when I'm in the sessions or the conference or whatever. He just kind of takes off and explores the city, the restaurants, the museums, or if all else fails, he goes to pawn shops. He just looks for treasures. So it's it's been a really fun season, although I have to address that there is this rumor going around, and the rumor going around is that Mary is sleeping with her road manager. So, you know, <laughs> I, I guess it kind of comes with the territory, but it's just... It's been a fun, exciting new season to kind of have my road manager along. Well, okay, what is making me laugh is I thought you were going to say the rumor going around is that he's at these pawn shops and you need money (laughs) (laughs) and that you're trying to get money. But, I mean, can you give me, like, is there... Uh, something that just pops that he's found at the pawn shop because you know oh. I'm, a, I'm a good junker so yeah, yeah. I love the the treasure that he's, you find on the road. He's typically using looking for uh, musical instruments that are highly devalued. So I guess he's had stories in the past where he has found a guitar or a bass or something that you know, technically is worth thousands of dollars and the people at the pawn shop don't realize it's worth and will sell it to him for a couple hundred dollars. So typically that's what he's looking for. He's Because it is fun to have a mission. Oh, yeah. a category yeah. like mm-hmm. that you're that you're looking for. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. So that's oh exciting gosh, new times for me. What about and you? What I, well, what I also love about that is that it wasn't what you expected. And so that yeah. is what's okay. The more that I kept noodling on, I got so excited to talk about what was exciting because <laughs> you know me. Um, because I think what I'm learning again and again is that we get surprised, like we set these expectations or what we think is going to be fabulous. 
Well, A, it usually never happens, but then sometimes we might miss what did end up happening that was so fabulous. Unexpected, So two years ago, you would have never thought that you'd be hitting the road with your road honey and going to these cool places. Yeah, yeah. And so you might have had something in your mind and then your wah-wah, but then there's this great thing. So I had this funny experience that I just have to interject this now because it's so apropos to what you're saying. So I was um, giving this talk and it was some of the people there, it was from the book Beyond the Castle and they were asking about Disney things. And someone had read my book and they said to me, my favorite quote, they knew I was going to be speaking. So they brought this quote and they said, I wanted to tell you that it changed my life. Mary, that in and of itself was so you know, gratifying. I was glad to have written the book that it spoke to someone. But what was so convicting was the quote from the book was that you carry life like it's a burden instead of a gift to be opened daily. Wow. Okay. So here's the convicting thing. It was as if they were supposed to come to tell me what I had said in the book to remind me because I feel like I've lost sight of that. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's so true. It was so true. So So anyway, that was my funny story. That was an exciting. And so I had some unexpected just people that called and said, will you come talk to our group or will you come meet with us because we want to pick your brain about this? So that's been some exciting things. And then it's always during spring and fall, during spring break and fall breaks, people love to come to Hilton Head. Mm -hmm. And so we usually end up seeing people, a lot of times, you know, kids and families and friends, but then sometimes we'll hear from people we haven't seen in forever. And they'll say, oh, we saw on Facebook or something that you live in Hilton Head and (laughs) we're coming and we want to see you. And it's like someone we haven't seen since, you know, high school or, you know, forever. So those are always fun surprises. But Mm. this spring, I was getting a little anxious because we started hearing from people like, oh, we want to stop by. We want to see you. We want to... And it was just, you know, getting to be like, okay, on this day, we'll do this. And on this day... So I was getting myself a little anxious about it. And it was the biggest gift to just have so many, you know, kids and families and friends and people we hadn't seen forever. And um, my cousins wow. and my older brother brought his grandkids. And, you know, Wayno and Cam were just like, we had so much fun. That's awesome. And part of the thing I have to out myself, and you know this about me. So may I now tie that to one of the things I'm learning? Sure. Okay. So here's the thing. You know me. I'm all in. So I think what was stressing me was that we were going to have like people coming and going and things coming. And so I was nervous that it wasn't going to be perfect and fabulous and, you know, just bigger, bigger. And for every single person that was coming and I wanted to make it special and I wanted to, and it was a lesson to 
self, like self, you know, less is more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just go in. Yes, you can still be over the top person and be all in, (laughs) but it doesn't have to be over the top in that, like each separate visit, like people separated by day, you know, that I could redo everything and get everything perfect. (laughs) You're laughing. No, because that is my problem, right? It's like your, your best things are also your worst that can make you crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, it right. reminds me of now, see, of one of the things I'm learning. So I just finished reading the book um, called The Timekeeper by Mitch Alburn. And I really love him as a writer. And um, this is a fabulous book. And there were two quotes in the book that I pulled out. Um, and I want to share them. So one is uh, this, this whole conversation about time. And it says, you marked the minutes, but did you use them wisely? To be still, to cherish, to be grateful, to lift and be lifted. And then in another part of the book, it says, there is a reason God limits our days. Why? To make each one precious. And it, for me, it was that kind of reminder of, you know, I can be such so striving or the Martha in situations where I'm running around and missing the point and not treating every day as precious. I mean, back to your analogy of the gift, I had actually scribbled that down here somewhere, that each day is a gift to be opened, delighted, shared, grateful, anticipated, not endured, or wished away. And all of this is in this time learning. Um, because, you know, I was thinking the other day, you know, there's this great book by Bob Buford called Halftime, which is oh, typically in book. your mid-40s, early 50s, where you've had the first 20 years of your work life and you still have 20 years left. And I thought, oh my gosh, I mean, not only am I past halftime, I'm probably in the fourth quarter. So when you think about time and you think about how am I spending my time and am I cherishing being grateful, lift and be lifted, every day is precious, or am I wishing away or head down and missing it? It is very convicting. And and you realize, I mean, all those people who loved seeing you and seeing your home and being with you, I'm sure no one went home going, well, you know, there there weren't fireworks. I mean, where's the fireworks? They just loved being with you. Well, and for me, you know, a lot of it is about food too. And I had to let go of that, which was part of the less is more, you know, the just like nobody's going to starve, you know, and it's all good and nobody's coming for that. I think the other thing that it then connected me to that I thought a lot about was about just doing it. So there was a part of me that as people would call, I was like, okay, well, somebody else is going to be here this day. So then maybe not this day. And can you come here? And I was about, you know, wanting to say no to to people. And, you know, we yes, there are times that maybe no is the right answer. But when you think about it, and we oftentimes don't 
accept the gift of every day. So we just say no instead of, and I was thinking not just about, you know, people visiting and where you go to visit or where you go, but just even you know, sending something to someone or, or going somewhere or calling someone or don't overthink it, you know, right. just draw right. near, get closer, right. go do it. And I yeah. even thought, you know, how I, every once in a while I sent you like crazy packages and it just did my heart, made my heart jump when you <laughs> sent me that text and you said, oh my gosh, Bill called out, there's a random package from... Jody, here, are you expecting something? And you said, uh, we always laugh and we run to see. Cause, yeah. And, you know, and sometimes as I'm getting ready, I'm like, are they just going to think I've lost my mind? Like oh, if no. I send oh, this crazy thing. No. And so no. I that also is something I'm no. excited about and is and I'm also learning from that we just have to jump in. And sometimes yeah. it will be a little bit of a want, want, like it doesn't work as well as another time, but don't quit, you know, doing, and even on a bigger scale, sort of keep dreaming and don't get stuck. And, you know, we've talked a lot about seasons and how, you know, there's seasons when you're on the mountaintop and it's fabulous. And then there's seasons where you're in a valley and you just feel really stuck. And I guess what I'm learning is when you're on the mountaintop, embrace it, enjoy it, scream from the mountain, you know, celebrate. It's fabulous. But also when you're in the valley, you know, just keep moving. Like you, you'll get out, you know, do the next right thing and, and think, okay, what would be good today? And if you're thinking about maybe I should do this, or maybe I should call someone, or maybe just then do it. Absolutely. you know, one of the things my, um, I just heard from my older brother that he decided he's been frustrated with what's going on in his um, community and town where he lives. And so they came to him and said, will you run for the board of supervisors? So <laughs> he's he's doing it. Yep. And it's his website is Chip for Chesterfield. And ah. it's Chesterfield, Virginia. So go look <laughs> it up and support, support Chip. Great. But it really, again, like I was yeah. excited about that. And it also taught me, like, just yeah. go for just, it. Just say yes. Just say yes. Say, right. And to your point, I, I've, I've heard this and read this and try to live it, that if at any point during your day, um, somebody's uh, face or name comes to mind, tell them, okay? Just just reach out. If you're reading something and you go, oh man, this just reminds me of so-and-so, send it to them. Mm. Um, you know, we, we were at a restaurant the other day and this woman who came just who was our waitress, but she was fully tatted from top to bottom, had earrings in her ears and a nose and her mouth and her tongue. Um, Just not somebody that I would typically know, but she came to our table. There were just three of us, but we had all kinds of specifics in our menu selections. She didn't use a piece of paper. I mean, she just listened to it all and went. And when she came back, Um, I said to her, you have an amazing memory. And her whole face changed. I mean, and she then stood there and told us stories about uh, tables of 12 
who each did the Build-A-Burger. So everybody had completely different ingredients. And she said, and I memorized it all. And just all of a sudden, here was this connection moment that if you didn't jump into it, she would kind of keep her distance. We would keep our distance and there would never be that human connection. So I'm just finding more and more that if someone's name uh, or face comes to mind when I see something, when I hear something, when I think something, tell them. It just, it makes a world of a difference. Yeah. I'm even learning that in my times, um, you know, my, my time with God and praying. And so there's this podcast series and Tim Keller does it. It's called Gospel in Life. And right now there's a series on drawing near um, to God, and it's people in the Bible that have had these over-the-top God encounters, mm-hmm. and and what we can learn from those. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones is Jacob, who wrestles with God. And the the more I thought about that, you know, the whole point is just to keep wrestling. And mm. even though, mm-hmm. you know, it maybe wasn't going the way he thought or he wasn't sure what was happening, he's he stayed in there and he mm-hmm. just kept, you know, drawing closer and pressing closer into God. And I thought, you know, with people, yeah. with God, with yep. everything, we just need to stay in. We need to right. wrestle. We need to, and sometimes it is uncomfortable. Yep. And sometimes, like you said, you would have maybe thought, oh, we don't have a lot in common. And right. you totally do. And then- yep. She was excited about the encounter, and you were too. Yeah. And you just walk away smiling. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think now, we do that enough. I love your reference to, you know, struggling with things. So um, be, once a mama, always a mama. And it doesn't matter now that my kids are mid to late 30s. They've each been married 14 and 15 years, but you're still a mama. And you still have an opinion on how they're living their lives and what they should and shouldn't be doing with their spouse and what they should and shouldn't be doing with their children and all of this stuff. And so this has been a struggle of how do I let go and figure out my new place? Because it really isn't mama-ing anymore, but it's hard to turn off that mama gene. So I was driving to Sarah's uh, one day, which is an hour and a half. So it gives me lots of time to think. And I, and I'm just struggling with what is my role now? How, how do I do this? Mm. Well, and I got the silliest analogy, which I've shared with some people and even with Sarah and they understood it. So I thought, okay, this is helping me and people get it. So here was the, here was the goofy analogy. Okay. So you know, uh, Bill and I raised our kids. And if you think about a cake batter, we each bring our own ingredients to the cake. All right. Which is our children. Now our children are married and they, and their spouses bring different ingredients to their cakes. Now their cakes each look very different because of who they are and who they married, But what I felt like God said to me is that, Mary, you can't get involved with your children's batter anymore. That is the basic cake that they are building. And yes, it's different from what you and Bill did when you raised them. But you don't get into their batter. Here's your job, Mary. Your job as a Mimi, as a grandma, is to be the frosting and to be the sprinkles and to just I be on, just add to, just be sweet and over whatever cake 
they build because they're different, but stop getting into their batter. Just, and I, it just really helped me. It was like, okay, I can do that. I have to let go of my opinions about some things, but if I can focus on being the frosting and right. the sprinkles, I can, okay, I have a role and that can add sweetness to their life without figuring, you know, without getting involved in the cake. <laughs> well, and even when you think about it, taking that further, like the party that you're going to have to celebrate the cake or the ice cream you're going to put on the top, or yes. there's like all these no. great things yeah. that go with cake. Right. Yeah. You just, so anyway, right. I mean that, but see, that's a struggle, okay, of a mama continuing to try to Keep let go. Right. And, but and trying to define the new role, but so to your point, there is you know there is this struggling. Um, and while we're talking about grandchildren, I have to tell you another learning that I just had. So we had this six year old this past weekend, and um, she had some friends over, and they were doing some arts and crafts, and she was doing a piece of art, and she said something that just kind of pierced through all the chatter. And I've been pondering it ever since. And what it was, was she looked at something that she did. And she just said, out of her heart, without even thinking about it, she says, when I look at what I have done, my art inspires me. And I thought, oh my gosh. So what can I look at in my life that I have so Mm. much joy that I can say, when I do this, it inspires me. It was such a beautiful, pure expression of joy and significance. But it was just, I mean, and I, oh. I continue to think about her just looking at it and being so proud of what she did. Because we are typically... We uh, kind of beat ourselves up. Totally. Uh, coulda, not good enough. Not oh my good gosh. enough. And not here she creative was. Creative enough. Yeah. Just right. being able to say, my art inspires me. And I thought, man, girl, for a six-year-old, that's so another good learning, I think, which gets back to you know, our conversation about appreciating the day and the moment and right. just being inspired. Yeah. John's a... Uh, Christmas poem title um, was Every Day in New Light. Mm. And as I was thinking about this, I thought a lot about that title. And I thought, how can we wake up and just look, you know, new light and light that we might not have seen before. And, you Mm -hmm. know, each day is going to look different. So if only we could have the wisdom of children and take that around with us throughout our day and put it in our pocket and you know, those voices in your head have those positive voices. Right. Yep. No. So I think for all of us, for exciting times and new learnings, we never stop learning. And every day has the opportunity to be exciting in its own way. So I love Jody's analogy of the gift. So let's open the gift of today. I'm sure there's going to be some trail mix inside. So enjoy your trail mix. And of course, don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. You can find all of our trail mix episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We would love you to rate and give us a review. And follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. To learn more about us, check out our new website, trailmixpod.com. It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix, sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. Mm-hmm.